Alrighty, good morning, everybody. Once again, welcome to Healing School. As I've said, and it's worth repeating, Healing School is a place where people come to hear and to be healed. They come to what? Hear and be healed. So let's pray and we'll go right into the this lesson because it is a powerful one. I already know in advance you're going to want to hear this again. Father, we thank you. We just praise you. We bless the name of the Lord. We thank you for every person that's here in healing school and that are on their way coming in. We praise you for them today. The day is a good, wonderful day that you have made. Father, they can be set free today of whatever the situation is. And we thank you and we praise you for it now. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Praise God. Today we are talking about the renewed mind. Write that down. The renewed mind. Now, do whatever you need to do not to be so distracted. Okay? Because you really want to hear this today. All right? So, again, grab pen and paper and get ready to take some real good notes. Okay, Prophet? We can begin. Praise the Lord. Okay. The renewed mind is our topic today. And uh, let's just get into our notes. Because we are in Christ, all the blessings of God already belong to us. Healing, health, prosperity, victory. But whether or not we will experience them is connected to right thinking. Us thinking in line with God's word. When we think right, then we will believe right, we will speak right, and do right. Then we will receive right things. Now let's pause there for a second. Mm -hmm. Did y'all catch the point? It all depends on how you think. Absolutely. How you think has everything to do which you're healing, receiving it or not receiving it. See, it's how you think. All right. I wanted to okay. print that out to you. Come on. A vital part of our inheritance in Christ is a sound mind. Second mm -hmm. Timothy chapter one and verse seven reads, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. The Amplified Translation reads, For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, of cowardice, of craven and cringing and fawning, frowning fear 
but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and a calm and well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. Wow. Praise God. This is the kind of mind God has authored for us, a sound mind, a mind that's calm, well-balanced, disciplined, and controlled, no matter what mm -hmm. test comes against us. First Corinthians, that, go ahead. No, that's good. A well-balanced mind, a calm mind. In other words, you can control your mind. Mm -hmm. Every thought that you have is not from God. And it's important to know the difference. If Satan can just get you to accept or receive a thought from him, that's where he starts. He'll pull out his flip chart. Would you know you 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 you, you feel a pain? Could be something quick, just came in and went out. Now the devil is telling you you have cancer. Or you have this, you have that. Would you believe you have this? See? No, what he's trying to do is destroy you and kill you. Your thought life is very, very powerful. You got to control that mind. You are the one who controls what get in or what goes out. Jesus said by his stripes you were what? You were healed. You are the one who's responsible whether or not you're going to receive that. By the same token, you are the one who decide that you're going to reject that. Okay? Yeah. This yeah. is so important. Okay? So 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 16 reads, we have the mind of Christ. Mm -hmm. The Amplified Translation reads, but we have the mind of Christ, the Messiah, and do hold the thoughts, the feelings, and purposes of his heart. To everyone, I'm sorry, to enjoy a sound mind, we must hold his way of thinking. We got to do what? We must hold his way of thinking. The word is the thought of God. God offers us his thoughts. Yes. So let's take them. The Bible is the thoughts of God written down. That's right. Mm-hmm. God had them written down so that we would make his thoughts our thoughts. Our lives are a picture of our thought life. Say that to again. improve our lives are a picture of our thought life. To improve our lives, 
we must improve our thoughts. Yes. We must improve our thought lives. That's where all changes and all challenges begin. God has That's given right. us his word so that we can come up in our thought lives. So to, so the responsibility to do this rests with us, not God. It rests with we who? must, with us, not with God. We must renew our mind. Yes. We must, we must take God's word and renew our mind, disciplining our mind to think in line with his word. For, for instance, Jesus said, again, by his stripes, we were healed. You have to receive that. Mm -hmm. You are the one who make the decision, first of all, in your mind, whether you're going to receive that or whether you're going to reject that. It's up to you. Listen now, it is not up to God. Now, I know that comes as a shock to some people, Prophet, but that is true. Okay. It's not up to God. It is up to you. God gave you dominion, authority, ownership, take care in this earth. He don't have it. He gave it to you. You are the custodians of your own mind. It's you, not God. It's not, listen, it's not even the devil. Did you know the devil can't take over your mind if you don't let him? Were y'all aware of that? He cannot yeah. take over your mind if you don't let him. That's why the scripture says, write this down, in the book of James, chapter 4 and verse 7, submit yourself unto God. You got to be submitted to God and resist the devil and he will flee from you. Now, a lot of people want to say, well, you know, the Bible says, uh, resist the devil and he'll flee from you. That's not what that scripture said. It said, submit yourself to God and resist the devil and he will flee from you. If you're not submitted to God, the devil don't have to flee from you. You must be submitted to God. All right. Our Go lives ahead. Are, are a picture of our thoughts. Our lives are a picture of our thought life. If mm -hmm. someone brings undisciplined children to your home, they touch what they shouldn't touch, go where they shouldn't go, and this causes problems. To have a peaceful home, you must discipline your children. Undisciplined children rob a home of peace. Likewise, right. an undisciplined mind will rob a life of peace. An undisciplined mind will touch things it shouldn't touch and go in directions it should not go. That's powerful, isn't it? Yes, it is. 
Many things about the devil is the problem, but the real problem lies with an undisciplined thought life. That's right. Any, any Christian who is in bondage is not in bondage to the devil. They are in bondage to an unrenewed mind. Fair we again. must, any Christian who is in bondage is not in bondage to the devil. They are in bondage to an unrenewed mind. Yes. We must discipline our mind and thought life to not take the thoughts the devil offers us and not follow wrong thoughts into the wrong ways of thinking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How do we discipline our mind and our thought life? Romans 12 and 2 tells us, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. When you renew your mind, <clears throat> when you renew your mind with the word of God, this verse says that it will transform your mind. Your life won't look the same or be the same. Hmm. Praise God. That's right. Likewise, a transformed mind, a transformed life, will be able to experience and accomplish what it couldn't before it was transformed. Now, you got to catch that. Hmm. Second Corinthians prophet in verse 17 says, Therefore, if any man, mean woman to be in Christ, what are they? They are a new creature. One mm -hmm. translation say, are a new species of being. Okay. Old things are passed away. And all things are become what? New. Mm. All things are become new. All over the scripture, it tells you, get your mind renewed. Get your mind renewed. Because if you still plan the old same old tape before you got born again, nothing changed. And that's what Satan is hoping that you do. He don't want you to find out the truth because the truth that you know is going to make you free. Mm -hmm. You must renew your mind. All right? Praise God. Amen. So likewise, we uh, must experience a transformed life. Mm -hmm. A transformed life will be able to experience and accomplish what it couldn't before it was transformed. That's right. Renewing the mind gives you access to a transformed life. Every wow. believer has the potential to live a transformed life, but only those who renew their minds will experience it. Having someone pray for you will bless you 
having someone lay hands on you will bless you. <laughs> but it's only the renewing of the mind that will transform you. It's only the what? It's only the renewing of the mind that will transform you. Can y'all see that? Mm-hmm. It is only the renewing of the mind. What does transform mean? Change. Mm-hmm. Keep going. If believers don't renew their mind, their lives won't change much. Say it again. If believers don't renew their minds, their lives won't change much. Their lives will look like it did before they were saved. They will still have all kinds of crises and problems dominating them and pushing them around. Being saved doesn't mean that problems don't arise. It means that the outcome can be different. That's right. What does it mean to renew your mind then? It means to take on God's way of thinking. Mm-hmm. If, if your thoughts <clears throat> contradict or are, are opposed to God's thoughts, you place those wrong thoughts you replace those wrong thoughts with God's thoughts. Yes. Let me say that one again. What does it mean to renew your mind? It means to take on God's way of thinking. If your thoughts contradict or are opposed to God's thoughts, you replace those wrong thoughts with God's thoughts. When mm-hmm. someone is renewing their mind, it will show up in their thoughts, That's in their right. words, in their actions. It will affect how they live their daily lives. Praise God. Well, let's pause there for a second. Uh-huh. That is so powerful. Think about it this way. How many of y'all remember the old cameras, those Kodak cameras? Mm, yeah. And you had to develop the picture or get the picture developed. Remember that? I do. All right. Now watch this here. Whatever has been put on that film has to be what? Developed, right? Mm, correct. Now watch this here. Whatever you keep talking about, listen now, pay attention to words. Whatever you keep thinking about, meditating on, meditating on over and over and over again. You keep rehearsing this thing. You keep playing the tape over and over again. Guess what's going to happen? Just like those pictures develop, what you keep talking about, what you keep thinking about, is being developed. 
This is what the scripture means when it says, Prophet, you will have whatsoever you say. Yes. You will have whatsoever you say. See, your life goes into the direction of your most dominant thoughts. Did you catch that? I did. Your life will go in that direction. Oh, so-and-so did me wrong. Let's play another somebody done me wrong song then. Let's play some down-home blues. You sit there and you meditate. You med That's what you're doing. You meditate on all this horse. It could have been 40 years ago. Now you're crying over something that happened 40, 50 years ago. Okay. You know why? It's developed. <clears throat> It's developed. A picture will stay with you until you throw it away. Or somebody get rid of it. In this case, you have to get your mind renewed. What are you doing? You're getting rid of things. You're changing things. You're rearranging things. How do you see it, Prophet? Amen. That's so true. Yeah, you do. You have to get rid of those. You know, it's like the scripture says in Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. Uh, the, those things that come in. Uh, we read something a few minutes ago in your notes. Uh, talked about uh, what it means to uh, renew your, uh, what is a transformed mind. It means yeah. getting rid of the old thoughts and then conforming to what God thoughts. And that's what Second Corinthians 10 and 5 tells us. It says casting down imagination and every high thing that's exalting itself against the knowledge of God. And we do what? We bring every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. That's right. And that's how you, when we practice that, we first have to become aware of the, the things, the thoughts that are not God's thoughts. Because if we are not aware of a thought that comes in and we're not aware of its its source, where it came from, then we're gonna mm -hmm. we're gonna receive that thought. So it's vitally important the first step in renewing our minds is to make sure we know the word of God. It's to yeah. make sure we know um his character, his spirit, his voice, his words. The scripture also says, My sheep they know my voice. That and a voice stranger, and a stranger, come on, they will not what? Follow. Follow. Well, if you don't know your father's voice, you will follow the voice of a stranger. Yes. You see it? So the first step, I believe, Apostle, to a renewed mind is making sure that I know the voice of my father. That's right. And so when I recognize his voice, then then the next step would be what? If it is not his voice, then we move off into Second Corinthians 10 and 5. And That's that right. is to casting down those thoughts, casting down those imaginations. And you say, well, how do you do that? Well, you open your mouth and you say, I don't mm -hmm. receive that thought. Mm -hmm. I, I don't receive that thought. I, I command that thought to be removed. I cast it down and command it to be removed from me in the name of the Lord Jesus. 
And then, and then you just don't speak it, whatever that thought was. You see, because another thing we learn as we study is that a thought, come on, unspoken, will what, Apostle? Die unborn. I'm going to say that again. A thought unspoken, it will die unborn. You see? Yes. So that means I don't care what it is Satan's trying to put in my mind, in my thought life. I might think, okay, well, you know what? Hmm. Wow. You know, that person hurt me. Like Apostle was talking about a few minutes ago when he said someone sing another somebody done you wrong song. Well, if you sing those songs and you always rehearsing what someone done has done to you, eventually you're going to start what? Speaking that. That's right. And that's Satan's. His goal, that's his number one goal, is to get you to speak what you're thinking. Did you know that? That's right. And so that's where the resistance comes in. The Bible also says that we must resist the devil and he will what? He will flee. Flee from you. Well, how do you resist his thoughts? You just don't speak them. It doesn't matter how often he's running those thoughts through your mind. Don't speak them. Cast them down and just keep on going. Keep on going, doing whatever it is you were doing before. You see that person uh, has appeared and they're getting you all upset. You're thinking about what they did. Just don't think about it. Cast that thought down. Yeah. And think, lo think lovely thoughts. The Bible says whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are of a good report, whatsoever things are, are sound, whatsoever things be of a Those are the things you think on. Thinking, he right. says, think, he says, think on these things. You see it? Mm -hmm. So this is how we began to train and renew our mind is finding out what the word of God says. And then what we're going to do that. Praise That's God. That's right. Yeah. So getting back to our notes, we're about to finish this out. It says, if it not showing up in your daily life and your actions, your mind aren't being renewed, okay? If it's not showing up in your daily life and your actions, your minds are not being renewed, no matter how much they confess. So, you know, what did he say? It, it, it's good and right to confess the word, but it's doing what we confess that renews the mind, like I just shared with you. It's doing, cast, it's, it's casting, actually casting it down. So we can't just read and hear the notes. We, apostles encourage us to go to the podcast after this message is over. So if you go over there and just read it and you don't do it, then your mind will never be renewed that way. We must act on what we're reading and what we're hearing. Mm -hmm. So that's what uh, we're hearing in our notes. If it's not showing up in your daily life and in your actions, then your mind is not being renewed. No matter how much we confess, it's good and right to confess the word, but it's doing the word that will renew your mind. Amen. So to, right. to develop and mature spiritually, we must renew our minds. The more we renew our minds, 
the sweeter life will be. The more we renew our minds to the word of healing. Let's put, let's be specific about it because this is healing class and we're talking about healing. The more we renew our minds to, to, to this healing, to the scriptures as it relates to healing, the better our lives will be. Mm-hmm. The more we think on uh, healing scriptures, the more we study them, the more we not just read them, not just study them, but what? Learn to appropriate them in our lives. Learn to walk uh-huh. in faith. Learn to do them. Learn to step out in faith and say, I'm going to do this. For example, we could look at, um, uh, just pick one, anyone. I like to go to Proverbs. Uh, all the time I read Proverbs and I, and I love it because it's, uh, it's so rich and it's so powerful. And so, you know, we start reading in Proverbs 20 and, 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 and that scripture, it's, it's really a formula. It's a formula for healing. It's, it's, yes. it's medicine. It's the daily medicine that we should take. So let, let's look at it. Uh, we have a few minutes. Uh, Proverbs 4 and, uh, let's look at, um, mm, Let's see, Proverbs, this is 4 and 20. Let's start over there. So Proverbs chapter 4, up around verse 20, it says, it gives us instructions, my son, attend to my words. Well, if we do not attend to his words, see what I'm saying? We can read that all day long, but he's telling us what to do. He said, attend. What does that mean? That means pay attention. That's right. That means pay attention to my word. It goes on to yeah. say, incline, incline. That means what? Listen, incline your ear unto my fame. See, so we must spend time in what? Paying attention to and listening to what? God's word. Mm-hmm. He said, goes on to verse 21. He said, let my word not depart from your eye. Well, what if you, what if you don't do that? What if you just read that <laughs> one time? He said, oh, well, I read that before, so I can move on to something different. People do that, uh-huh. you know. They do yes, stuff they do. like that. Oh, well, we've read that one before. Can we go on and read something different this week? Can we read another scripture? Sure you can. But did you do verse 21 yet? <laughs> did you do it? Uh-huh. Did you let it? Did, did are you, you got that one down, Pat? You, you're doing it, Bill? You're not letting it depart from your eyes? What does that mean? Not let it depart from your eyes. I remember a man of God gave a good example on that. And he said, you know, he knew, he knows the word. He knows the word backwards and forward. He's read the Bible many times, hundreds of times. And he doesn't go and just read all the time. He just quotes because he teaches the word of God on a daily basis. And so mm-hmm. when he's teaching the word of God, he'll just Start talking like we're doing right now. And I'm talking about the scriptures and them, and they're just coming up in my spirit and I'm just calling them out to you. And, and, and this is the first one I went to and I said, let's read it. But I'm just recalling the scriptures are just rolling up out of my belly, rolling up out of my mind. See, so he said, the Lord told him, yeah, oh, I know you, you teach the word every day and all of that. He said, but this time I want you to go sit down and look at my word. He said, that's what God told him. I want you to sit down and get it fixed in your eyes. Because there is also a blessing in doing that. There's also yeah. healing in, and, and, 
fastening your eyes upon the word of God. And he said, God said, when the last time you actually did that? Oh, I know you know it by heart, but when was the last time you actually did that? And he said, he he thought about it. He said, wow, that's true. I need to go and do that. See? Mm -hmm. So when he did that, the thing that was ailing him, it just went away, just like that. Because he went back to doing what he should have been doing. That is looking at that that healing scripture and, and letting it not depart from his eyes. And then keep when you let it not depart from your eyes, it said, now you got to keep it in the midst of your heart. Mm-hmm. You see, so what happens when you know, how do you know you've done that? This is the test right here. See, when things attack your body, when when Satan attacks your body with heal, with the symptoms that go against your healing, automatically you go and start looking at the word of God on healing. Automatically mm-hmm. you start you know, inclining and listening and, and, and paying close attention and keeping that in the midst of your heart. Getting that word fixated in your, between your, you, what do you say, in your crosshairs. Getting that word okay. right in the crosshairs <laughs> and God. just letting it just saturate your, your spirit and then you speak yeah. it. See, that's how you know it's in your heart. It just floats up and you just start doing that. It's your, as some people say, it's your go-to every day. This is my go-to every day. I was in the store and I was looking for a lip gloss and uh, the young lady was helping me. She said, well, Miss Elva, this is my go-to. I use this one every day. What does that mean? I go to this one every day. I use this every day. You got to let this scripture on healing be your go-to every day. Wow. I like that. Are you listening? You got to let it be your go-to. You don't need anybody else to come along and remind you that you should go to this word on healing every day. But see, when when you forget and you don't remember to do that, it's because this, it hasn't become a part of you yet. That's you, right. you you don't you haven't gotten this as a part of your as a part of your lifestyle. You haven't done what he said. He said, "Don't let it depart." Keep it in your, it isn't there yet. Sometimes people have to remind you, say, oh, you know what? I used to do that. Let me go back to it. No, I'm telling you, when you make this a part of your lifestyle, it's your go-to every day. Do so, do, do we have to be reminded to put lipstick on or lip gloss or comb our hair or shower or shave or whatever it is we do? Men, women, huh? But it, it, on a daily basis, no one has to remind us to do that. Those are the natural things. You yeah. see, we're talking about the spiritual things that are needed for healing. And then when we do this, you're going to see healing actually taking place. You're going That's to right. wonder, when did the pain go away? When did the, when did the symptoms go away? You, you won't know it. You, you won't even remember it sometimes, but it's going to leave. Why? Because right. you have gotten this regiment down pat. It's a daily uh, part of your lifestyle. It's something you do on, and what, one of another thing I want to add this, sometimes we wait until we need healing to go to scriptures. Child of God, mm-hmm. don't do that. That's another thing we need to change as it relates to renewing our minds. Whether you need a fee, whether you need the healing scriptures or not, they should be a part of your daily, uh, your daily activity. Yes. It's just like what we say about faith. If you wait, now pay attention to word. If you wait until you need faith to go and try to accomplish faith, it's already what, Apostle? 
too late. It's too late. I'm going to say it again. Mm -hmm. If you wait until you to go and try to get faith, it's already too late. Yeah. Because faith, come on, faith must be in place. Faith must be the tool that drives you. It must be your foundation. It must be the reason why you get up and do whatever you do. It must be the thing that keeps you, holds you, catapults. I mean, just just sends you to a new level in every area. It's your faith. The woman with the uh -huh. issue of blood, that woman was motivated. Are you listening to me? Now, pay attention to this. I use it all the time, but it's so uh, powerful, it's hard to resist. She didn't have what you have. You have a Bible probably in every room of your house. You probably have an iPhone or any phone that has the Bible on it. You have Bibles all over. You have teach television ministry. You have us in your ear every Saturday. You have the, the media ministry, uh, uh, just ministry coming out of your ears. Everywhere you look, you have the word. She didn't have that. You know what she had? She had one person that came along and told her Jesus was teaching and on healing and that he would be passing by her house. Mm -hmm. Pay attention to that. She heard that. And that lady had faith, the Bible says, to be healed. You know why we know she had faith? Because first of all, it says she said, while still in her home, that if I could just touch the hem of his garment, watch these words, I know I will be healed. She didn't say I might be. She That's what faith old. sounds like. Faith sounds yeah. like that. Faith just. Faith takes. It doesn't beg. There's no, no begging in the kingdom. You don't have to beg in the kingdom. You take it. Why? Because Jesus has already died and provided it for you. Now she didn't even have that. She didn't even. Jesus was still walking the earth, but she had faith in what she heard about him to the point that it moved her out of her house when uh, it was against the law for her to actually be out of her house in the condition that she was in. Because in that day, it was against the law for the sick to walk the street in her condition. It was against the law. But she did. She said it, and then she did it. I'm going to say it again. She said it and she did it. And the faith, the Bible tells me, was so strong on this woman that even Jesus, walking in a crowd of people, he, he distinguished that there was one in that crowd that was totally in faith. Because he said, who, who touched me? He wasn't, he didn't mean like that, like the touch of a hand or a shoulder or a knee, because they all were doing that. He sensed that there was one that touched him in faith. Mm -hmm. And he said it. He said to her daughter, now listen to these words. Your faith has made you whole. See, Jesus didn't do anything. He just presented himself. He was the epitome of faith. He was full of faith. He was full of power. He was full of the anointing. And then they made a connection because there was one just like him, and that was her. She was in That's faith. Right. So he said, I That's perceive right. that virtue has gone out of me. See, yeah. like electricity, the two of them connected. 
and the same thing will happen to you. You know, faith always turns God in your direction. Did you know that? That's good. Doesn't matter where he's on his way to. If you're in faith, when you speak those words every day, then he'll visit you too. That's right. Because faith moves God. Mm -hmm. You see it? So it's your faith. Don't wait until you need faith. Don't wait until you, you need a healing to start speaking healing scriptures. You should be building your faith every single day of the world. Make time in the morning, in the afternoons, or in the evening, whatever. Make time. If you only have 10 minutes in the morning, get up and quote those scriptures and mean them. Don't, don't quote, don't approach the word of God with a let me see kind of attitude. That's right. All right. Take it. Amen. Child of God. Just take it. That's right. And believe it. Praise Amen. God. Amen. The more you renew your mind, the sweeter your life will be. Amen. Wow. That's powerful. The more you do what? Renew your mind on the word of God. And that's how we renew our mind, by reminding ourselves what he said on a daily basis. Amen? Yeah. Praise God. Well, Prophet, that's great.